Today on Alabama Unfiltered, we talk about cats. Cats. We talk about last night's runoff election and kind of what it means for the state of Alabama. And then we go through what's happening in public schools. Have you thought about homeschooling? Kind of resources, opportunities, and what you need to know. So stick around. Welcome into Alabama Unfiltered. This week's edition is going to be very exciting, but make sure as we start that you remember that this is powered by 1819 News. Go and sign up for the 1819 Daily Newsletter. You can get that like the old newspapers when we used to get those and we said, wow, look what's happening in the state. This is where you want to get it, 1819 News. And also make sure that you give us a thumbs up at all the places you find podcasts, whether it's Spotify, Apple, etc. I am Scott Beeson, one of your hosts. Amy Beth Shaver is with us, Allison Sinclair. Go ahead. What? Hey, what are y'all laughing about? I, I feel I'm funny because we switched seats. Yeah, it is my hair. Y'all do look That's odd. That's why we switched seats. Really? What? Your hair made us yeah, switch seats? Yeah, the hair. It, <laughs> it, it's not cooperative, so we switched seats. So you had to have it? I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm just doing what I'm told. it keeps Allison from, like, kneeing me under the table Punching, all the time. Like, don't say that. Don't have to stop separate it. Us. Stop it. <laughs> That's what she right. usually does, like, so they put you there. My hands in my lap. The K5 tables. Because they know you will behave. True. She's way more mature. Now, look, I know that we have very important things to talk about, like really quickly about the election. Also, we're talking about homeschool today. We've all lived it. So get ready. Uh, but Chris Shaver brought a cat home last night. <laughs> Which is funny because if you go back to my cat story, I remember you saying, I hope it's my kids don't you. I listen. Hear about this no, cat. No, 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 no. Well, no, no we've already discussed this. Your cat's probably dead already. It's not. She's alive. That she's alive. She's alive. alive. <laughs> she's alive. And she might be a surrogate mother to her kitten. To Geppetto. <laughs> Anyway, I just remember you saying, I hope my kids don't watch this because they're going to want a kitten. They're going to want one of the kittens. It happened. And then it happened. So some wonderful patient of Chris's, he calls me yesterday afternoon at this time, and he says, hey, and in the background, I hear this, meow. I'm like, oh. I said, are you, I literally said, are you joking? Because I love cats. And, but we've banned them. And so he said, no, I'm not joking. One of my patients who was in, they were in the, standing together, had found this in their parking lot. Mm-hmm. She was mewling in the parking lot. Mewling. I don't even know what that is. It's just a tiny baby what, like, yelping. Like, it's a mew. It's really sad. She's just showing out the word of the day she I've learned. Heard mewling. Mewling. Look it up and let that us know. That is not an you, Alabama term. It's a word. Mewling is anyway, what she brought it upstairs between to him. donkeys and horses do. It's they not. Mule. It's not. It's a cat. A cat can do it. So we have a cat now. Mewling. And she. And how big is it? Uh, she's like, like a half an ounce. I don't know. I'm taking her to the vet this afternoon. <gasps> so y'all have to make me leave. Mewling is a word. <laughs> Ta-da! What does it mean? Mule to M E W L to cry or whimper as an infant or young child. Still word of the, the day. The infant word mewling the and puking in the nurse's <laughs> arms. <laughs> and puking? Well, that's it was so highbrow it. for the second. So mewling so that's is that's how they used it in a sentence. Mewling and puking. Mewling was in the, the word that, like, in the 1800s. Mom started saying, "Quit saying mewling." We just like all the moms said, "Don't say puke." Yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so you've re- you've revived it. Is it going to survive? They should have added the cat is going to survive because you're taking it to the vet today, ta- and we have today, to finish you the show. Must make me leave so because I'm it. taking it to one of our favorite vets in town. And and he will give me the what for. But we may 
have to stop by Allison's on the right. way home because my paralyzed her mother paralyzed kitten. mother right. kitten may have to feed my baby no, kitty. I have two questions before we start the show. Yes, right. it one works. is why we're <laughs> why we're <laughs> that was one of the questions. <laughs> Okay. I okay. didn't know how that happened. Yeah. And then the second question was, uh, why were cats banned? Oh, at because your house I just got the- my house the way I like it and the mm. cats were making a mess. Um, that's okay. all I'm gonna leave it. And so I was having to clean rugs and I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. Right. And then now people over pets, people power. There you go. And so I, I kicked everybody out. I was like, Nope, it's my house. Wait, so, where did they go? So where? I mean, they have crates, and it's very cool in the basement. So oh. the dogs will cool off there, or they'll cool off in the back porch, but they can't right. get on my furniture Just anymore. Tough. Okay. Right but, now. But when this baby cat comes around, what's it going to do? You know what? Um, I have no idea. I don't have a plan. Well, somebody watching might want a baby cat. she was cat. an orphan. Right. And she, orphan Annie, and mm-hmm. she needed a place to go, and Chris was the person. And now we have a cat. And it's named Geppetto? No, it's the not his name. We, she don't, we don't have a name yet. It's Baby oh, so it's Kitty right baby now. Baby Kitty. Yeah. She can, she's so little, like she can mine. barely hold her head up. She's just mewling. That's all she's doing. <laughs> when she pukes on the carpet, there's going to be no she's more cats again. Mm-mm. She's going to be perfect. Mewling and, so. This is going to be my, my song with cats. I would rather talk about what cats. Happened? And I'm not even a cat fan. Not big I know you cats. don't like cats. I don't really, unless they act like dogs. Probably a cats lot of you don't, don't like, like cats come either. Come to you and follow you, and you can call them by name when they come over. I'm okay with those, but those who are pretty much in charge of the world and don't really care what you do, you just better make sure you feed them. Yeah, I don't understand the the draw for that. You know what? I have one of those, and she stays outside, and she. <laughs> Because I banned her. I have one of those. She's banned. She yeah. stays outside. I hope but, the hawks you know, get her. Cats usually have people. Mm-hmm. And hawks have gotten things from my yard before. Really? Yeah. Chris started singing the circle of life <laughs> when a hawk came down and picked up a squirrel. Oh, <laughs> well, cat that had, is, that is cat the circle captured. of life. <laughs> so the cat had it, then the hawk got it. It was one of the these kids like, like, the crap? It's totally like a movie moment. And they're like, daddy. And he's like, circle of life, children. <laughs> but this hawk That's is horrible. <laughs> Terrible. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> you so have sorry, tears. everyone. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. When the hawk wins. It really happened. All right. I'm for the hawks. <laughs> you know what? Hawks are great. They are. So, uh, so anyway, uh, carry on. I would rather talk about the, the cats than the elections in Alabama. Mm. No, which is fine. Well, what is, what is y'all's take? We, we're, the, we're the day after the Republican primary runoff. I guess the Democrats had primaries and runoffs and stuff. I mean, you don't really talk about it much. Yeah. Mo- I mean, most of the Democrats were voting in the Republican primary. So here we are. Yeah. I'm a little speechless. I'm still kind of disoriented in that. I I think, I think the crossover voting is a way bigger issue than we even knew. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. you said y'all have been talking about it for a while. I think the establishment has known and I think the Just establishment we as regular people are like, what the heck is way stronger than we knew. Mm-hmm. Um, because, and if you look at the numbers that, well, it is kind of weird. It was, it was the 60, 40, 60, 40, 60, you know, 35, whatever. Right. Um, and it's almost like everybody just went down. You just, you knew who your kind of further right candidates right. were. And you knew who and then you're if more you, moderate. But if you come down to the less consequential offices, even that were statewide, they go, they're, yeah. they're off. It's a little so off. So it's like U.S. Senate, yeah, Secretary of State. Then you come down and you get to Public Service Commission, and it's like, 
5248 or some, yeah. something so, very, very close. Yeah. So people quit voting, didn't care. I think that's probably where they're like, oh, I saw most people don't even know what public service commission does or what the right. state auditor does unless they watched our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's where people start going, oh, well, I saw his sign on the road. Okay, cool. I'll do right. that. Or I like their name better than the other name. Or I'll make a pattern. First, second, first, second. You know, I mean, I don't know. But clearly in those big races, people knew. And it seemed almost like it was the same people. The same people yeah. voted the same way and the other people voted the other way, regardless of what the race was. And yeah. it, it is a little strange. I just don't think, I, I think what I've learned is that Alabama is not as conservative as we think it is. I think I think that's true. I really do think it is. And, and I don't I think maybe um we've kind of gone through a transition. Maybe we're not as conservative as, as we were anymore or but because think about this. I was trying to think of silver linings. And, and look, Katie Britt may be the greatest US senator ever and I hope she is. I hope she's solidly conservative. And is fantastic. I know people that speak very, very highly of her. Great. I, I preferred to go with the person that I know is proven, has a proven record. But here's the interesting thing, if there is a silver lining. If you looked at those two campaigns and you took the names off and you took the pictures off and they said, okay, here's the top 10 things we say we believe in. They are almost identical. The yeah. people of Alabama yeah. voted for conservatism. That's what they voted for. Right. They may not get conservatism. Yeah. And people who are out there saying, hey, look, be careful. This is this person's being proposed, you know, yeah. supported by Mitch McConnell and just a handful of people and all this kind of stuff. There was a lot of those people. But as far as voting, the people of the state voted for conservative candidates. Yeah. Which was really one of our questions. I think we brought it up here. If both of those candidates are really exactly the same on every issue. Why was millions upon millions upon millions upon millions of dollars being spent to beat mm-hmm. one of them? Because really, if they really believe the same and they're both very conservative, wouldn't you take your money somewhere else and elect a Republican in a state where it might not yeah. be easy to do? I mean, or the does somebody logical knows answer, something we don't know. I, I think somebody knows something we don't know. I think that you look at you know, the the biggest complaint with the PACs and the Katie Brick campaign against Mike Durant and that, mm-hmm. you know, they edged him out by saying this is who's supporting him. And if you look at Katie Britt's campaign and who's supporting her, I mean, it's the very moderate Republicans. Right. So, and that moderate Republican support is not necessarily what was on her mailers. But if she will get up there and legislate and lead like her mailers, mm-hmm. we're golden. Oh, I agree completely. Um, because like you said, she knows what the people of Alabama want, clearly, mm-hmm. because it's all over mm-hmm. her website yeah. and her campaign and her Facebook page. It's just, does she have the guts to go against the people that got her there to actually do what she said she's going to do? But that's where it's going to get really tough. Mm-hmm. And I do think that it comes a little bit back to the people here in Alabama holding our elected officials accountable for do- like you said, <laughs> I love the story of you going up to your, you know, your colleagues and being like, wait, but you said you were pro-life on this mailer. Like just do what you said you right. were going to do. Um, but that's kind of like you said, if Katie Britt does and Wes Allen 
and Andrew Sorrell, they do what they were elected to do. We're going to be an awesome state. We're in, we're in yeah. great we're shape. In great I'll be shape. ecstatic. And, yeah. and I said on my, on my radio program, if Katie Britt does that, and she is a rock star, solid conservative, like she's like she campaigned as, yeah. heck, I'm for her for president right. if, that's, if right. that's what it takes. Absolutely. I was going with what I thought was a safe bet because no one really knows now what she will do, really. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, maybe maybe it'll work out. Great. But I'm just still afraid that the people who spent millions yeah. know something. I mean, they didn't invest that money for no reason. Now, yeah. it's entirely possible that they just hated Brooks. I, that I, was going to be my I've, next I've statement. Been, but that's a very expensive dislike. I've been around campaigns where uh, maybe for a state legislative seat, and they were mad at the other person for whatever reason. He said something personal about them or whatever, and they'll spend a few thousand dollars to beat that person, and they ended up electing a more conservative, maybe even an enemy for their causes, yeah. but but there was a personal dislike. Mm-hmm. I think I may be hoping for the best that that was the case because this was millions upon millions yeah, upon millions of, of dollars. Right. Well, and you know, and I can put this in show notes because I realized I didn't. But you know, Jay Pepper Byers wrote a very good piece about all the money and where it came from and who was supporting mm-hmm. whom. And I think that even if you know, she does go and become this amazing rock star, which we all wish our we officials hope, yeah. the very best. We right. do. However, it is very interesting for people to go back and look and take the time, but I still don't think people care enough. Mm. And it's hard to make people care because I don't think still that we've connected the dots so that they understand. Now we will be able to then go back and say, whoever it is, this is who supported them, and this is where they started going. Right, right. Versus this is what so they said. So now you said. can see, okay, and so, yeah, you know, So that will be something that we can track and follow along, always hoping for the best, but being the realist that we are, right. you know, I think that's going to be something to, to follow because you're right. That is a lot of money to spend to beat a person, but who knows? To get someone who is supposedly going to vote exactly the same. Well, right. to think that's that you had, like, against him but then to edge mike durant out like it's just a very intriguing situation well, do you remember all the way when we around first started this this podcast way back at the start of the year the campaign was really heating up and i made the comment somewhere along the line that durant may not know it but his job is to beat mo brooks mm. and if you look at how all it went yeah. you you had all the attacks of mo brooks then people started jumping to Durant, Durant's, you know, a war hero and he's going to be tough. He's going to be solid, which was some of Mo's strength. So now you've already separated people from the person they like. Then you get, uh, because you've driven it down, Donald Trump decides, Hey, I might lose this. I better pull my endorsement Mm -hmm. that causes problems. And once that happens, the guns turn and start wearing Durant out. Mm -hmm. Well, now you've got an unendorsed Mo Brooks. You've got a Durant who's gone from war hero, great guy, awesome's going to be awesome, yeah, 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 to terrible, 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 terrible. He's gone. He wiped out. And then we see that's what happened. Now, yeah. I, I, I'm convinced now because of some of y'all's conversations with Durant that he had no idea. And we said I'm, that at the time, whether he knows it or not, yeah. somebody's come along and said, you will be great. We love you. We support you. Mm. Now, the clear blue sky, let's go. And he kind of got what? Some of us who watch it more thought, oh my gosh, yeah, this is what, if I was an evil group of people, this is what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, so the I whole think that's kind of what happened. 
very well played. And oh, I don't yeah. really From exactly know who the kingmakers yes. are. Um, but, you know, and the whole Trump thing, that just threw me off because you, you look at the statement made by the Democratic Party, by Wade Perry, about Katie Britt helping and, you know, being sympathetic to dem, the Democrat causes and helping Doug Jones get elected. Say the right things. And then you have Trump's statement about how she's America first and a champion for all these things. And it's like both those statements can't be true. Correct. Um, and but but I, it just left me bewildered. Like what I, I think there's a whole bigger machine happening than probably most of us see. And I think that. Bringing that up, well, it was weird. And you bring that up and you bring up the whole, did they dislike Brooks that much? Did they dislike who was running against Doug Jones, you guys? Roy Moore. Roy Moore. Mm -hmm. Did they dislike him so much that that was why she helped? I mean, I don't know. But you begin to see a theme here as y'all are both talking. I'm like, well, there's a Roy Moore race and then there's Mm -hmm. the Mo Brooks race. And is there something to be being liked by the people that you're you know, running against well, or running for, I mean, like it, th- that's a whole nother deal, but then you don't want somebody who's going to bend their will right. just to go along to get along. Well, think about that's this. a disaster. This, this is the advantage. You know, I've been in those meetings, the way the establishment looks at many of these things, they're like, Hey, this is our candidate. Who are the, who are the Rams going to vote for? They ain't going to vote for the Democrat. So all we got to do is mm. get the nom. All we've got to do is win the nomination. The base will still vote with the Republican. They won't with the Democrat. But yeah. the establishment has proven in this state that if we choose, if the conservatives choose the candidate, the establishment will vote for the Democrat. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And we may never teach, the lesson may never be learned right. until the establishment person loses to the Dem. But then again, if you look at Washington, D.C., they don't seem too tore up about it. Yeah. Remember when Doug Jones yeah. got elected? The yeah. Washington establishment, I mean, he's on TV all the time all yeah. of a sudden. I'm like, yeah. The brand new senator from Alabama is on TV and getting to speak. and right, It's weird. Come on. You know what's going to be interesting this November, too, is for the first time ever, there is a libertarian candidate. A libertarian candidate will be on the ballot for every single seat across the state. Wow. Down to State Board of Education. I mean, there's it's going to be really interesting. And that whole process is a nightmare where you have to go and get so many signatures to get right. on the ballot for every single race for these counties or whatever. If they get 20 percent um, of the vote, then they don't have to go through that process again. And I just for wonder. How long? Do you know? Is I don't it for know. Good or is it just the next election? Maybe the next. Election. I need to read up more. But it's really interesting because that honestly is going to really change. I think. With how, and and I hate to say it, but I think it's the Republican Party that gets just killed on this one. I think people are looking for a reason to walk away from the Republican Party. I think they're very disenchanted with where it is. Well, if that 30-something percent that voted across the board yesterday, um, if half of them come together, go and say, hey, I'm voting for the Libertarian, there's it's going to be a train wreck for Republicans. Yes. Yeah, because Democrats be because Democrats win. Democrats are going to get their thirty five. Mm-hmm. Right, they're forty. Yep, and then voila, you got Democrat leadership in the state. I'm not really sure how that would change. Would it change yeah. a lot in Alabama if we elected a no, Democrat no. governor? If we had elected, who was the guy from Tuscaloosa? A Walt James. A Walt Maddox. Walt Maddox. Maddox. If Sorry. Walt Maddox had won the governor's race four years ago, it's a t- good question. Tell me how things would be different. 
Wow, that's a good question. We would have a gas tax. Yeah. Maybe not as big as what we've got. Grocery tax. Republicans might have opposed it if he had been for it. Marijuana. Gambling. I mean, we're we're trying trying our best, aren't we? Yeah. Wow. That's an interesting question. Now, if Randall Woodfin runs for governor, it's very different. But you look at some of those moderate. It's just right. this November even. I mean, Alabama is at this like crossroads. And I'm not sure where it ends, where it goes, which way we choose. But this is it. Um, and are we getting what we allowed? Well, all those years, every time somebody said, hey, we need to be teaching the Constitution in our schools. Hey, we need mm-hmm. to be watching out for this Common Core stuff. Hey, we don't need to be doing that. Yeah. Hey, we need to get our colleges straight. We need to figure out what they're teaching. We need to do Oh, shut up, you're crazy, Scott. Shut up, y'all got a tinfoil yeah. hat. Oh, y'all are conspiracy theorists. And now, do we have a new generation of Alabamians who think they're Californians? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Wow. Y'all, That's were a great... to, y'all were supposed to make me feel better. That's why I came here. <laughs> I mean, you know what? We're gonna... God is sovereign. I can say that. <laughs> Does that help? We're, we're going. We're going the direction he says we're going, no matter what. And I'm going. Yeah. I'm on the winning team. In but the end. Still, it might really stink for a while. I need some victories on the way. I know. Well, wow. maybe we can turn um, what our podcast today is about. We can turn homeschooling into a victory. Well, we've probably talked so long now that uh, we're going to have to do this in two sections, probably. You think so? Yeah, we're already at the 20-minute mark. We were only going to do this like two minutes. Geppetto. It it's was the cat it fault. Sorry. Yeah. It's me. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> we have cat issues. Yeah, really we do have cat here. issues, but the, similar things are happening. So we're just, you know, we go with we're it. just going to roll. Just, look, Geppetto's a good story, but I'm still trying to figure out the the cat that's only like, isn't it like half paralyzed or something? Yes. She cannot use her back legs. Okay. I'll, I'll send you a video. She just kind of ice skates Here's around. You don't have a little little wee, little, little wagon we, for we her back tried, We tried wheelchairs, but it didn't they didn't work. work. No, really? she, she didn't she's like an it. independent mom. She just goes. She doesn't. She's need making help. it happen, though. I'll need so, a crutch. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm gonna. And, and I may mom. meet her today. I you don't know with the cat with your yeah. cat. So you know what she's gonna try to do? She's gonna try to leave the new cat at I'm your not. place. Uh, I'm not. Oh, she, it would just blend right in. She's so cute. Yes. So, are we gonna do homeschool? I yes. think we should. I I I think I think we should get to it. We can do it. Yeah, we can. So, I guess my question is. And maybe it's because of the direction things are going, the mm-hmm. things that children are being taught, the things that we see across the country in the schools, um, lack of academic performance. What are other reasons that people would think about homeschooling? A lot of the people that, a lot of conservatives, you know, like to call in. And I'm sure y'all have heard this kind of stuff. If you really care about your children, you'd be getting them out of the public schools. Yeah. And, and then there's some pressure. I mean, there's times I'm like, hey, I, I can't, I can't disagree. Yeah. But, you know, we have things that we stay in the public school system because things like sports. Yeah. Extracurricular activities. And then and then folks say, well, you know, you got the homeschool thing. Like, I know. They've made it far too difficult to homeschool and be a part of, even though we should just be so thankful to participate. Um, you know, not only now, are, are you glad to do it? Yeah. However, states like Florida figured it out years ago right. because the girls were little when we lived in Florida and several families homeschooled, but then their, their sons and daughters would go in the afternoon for PE or band or take a science class. Right. And then we're able to do whatever after school activity. 
Here, what we do is you do your homeschool classes, and then in addition, you have to add in two online classes. Um, one Ugh. can be PE. Then you have to, if you're going to matriculate back into the school system, you have to take tests right. to prove that what you were doing at home measures up, even though we know based on some resources that I've posted in show notes that you can look at the test scores, private school kids then homeschool kids and public school kids on standardized tests is how that ranks. Mm. And even though there's a point and a point and a half between them, still it is too hard to do it. And we're always making more hoops to jump through for people if they want to participate in sports. And um, yeah, sure, should they have to make the team without question? Right. But we've got to do a better job. We also know that during the pandemic, a lot of parents were seeing what was happening, you know, online or watching their kids or sitting in with their mm -hmm. schoolwork while everybody was at home. And I think homeschooling jumped up by 6%. Yeah. Right. When everybody was at home. So now, they now, saw you, and they're do like, Do you huh? think that was, yeah, a response to people looking at what was being done on the online classroom? I guess that's part of it. And then was there another portion that said, Well, heck, we're already doing it. Why don't we just keep, why don't we just do this at home? I, I, I think, think it's both. both. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. But so we've all, we've all had kids in public school. We've all yes. had kids. Well, I, we went to a private school for a while as well. Okay. We've also all had kids in that we've homeschooled. And, and now mine's a hybrid version. We did a remote class. Well, what was it called? It was, um, it was basically homeschooled, but it was managed by the school system. Right. And they, the public school system provided, one of our schools we went to, provided the computers and you had online classes and you could contact the teachers and then there was there was meetings if you had questions and all that kind of stuff. But the school system provided the curriculum and some of the good things about it was if there were bad things in the curriculum, it's not real difficult to dodge those right. things, you know what I'm saying? Right. And we were very, very pleased. We used Athens City School Systems the first year, Jefferson County was the second year. Um, I, I personally think my two children that did it academically, they probably did more that year than they did in the other, the other mm -hmm. years. Um, and what, what the beauty of that was we were still, we could still take part in the extracurricular yeah, see, activities. Nice. So why, I want to know why y'all decided to homeschool. Cause I don't think I know that. Okay. So one had to do, I'm trying to think of the whole story. Um, my daughter wanted to train more and she was, you know, doing all the travel volleyball and doing all that kind of stuff for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. She had, um, she was going into the 10th grade and somehow we brought it up. My son was going into junior high, which is always a tough time, whatever. I mean, he's very, very social kid, but we kind of said, all right, if, if we're going to try this and we kind of gave him the option, my daughter definitely wanted to do it. She's a self-starter. So she was able to do all the work. And, um, and we decided, okay, well, Mac, Mac will get a, you know, a little ahead. Yeah. And we actually did two years of math in one year because there was a lot of flexibility in it. Yeah. Yeah. So we actually had extra math and he's, and he's good at math now. And it was, it was kind of an academic thing to do, but it also gave us the convenience and the ease of being able to go to travel tournaments and those kinds of things. So, so it wasn't the school. No, it wasn't, it wasn't that we had, system. there wasn't that we had any issues okay. with what was going on. Right. Even though I think almost every system in the state, even ones that people love could do a much better job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it wasn't that we were mad at anybody or upset with anything. 
It was just, we just think it fits us right now. What about y'all? Very similar. We had been at private school and then the kids all at, and, and I knew before we did it, if we were going to do it, I wanted them to want to come home because I'd heard it was very difficult if you just say, oh, you're coming home. Mm-hmm. So Molly was the first one to ask to come home. And then the other ones, one by one, dominoed. And so we spent a couple years at home. We did co-ops. Um, we did two here in town. And then we did online learning, which was awesome. Um, we used Alpha Omega Academy, which has switched and is now called Ignite Academy, which is also NCAA approved. So uh-huh. that's very helpful. And then we also used Freedom Project, which is now known as Freedom Academy, which is Duke Pesta's online school. Very happy with the result of both of them. Um, the girls matriculated into college and did well. Uh, Wesley is still there. Emmy graduated. And then for Will, we just used it for two years because he wanted to go back to school to play sports. He did not enjoy being a guinea pig. It was one of the first. You know, they were still trying to figure out, are we going to test you? Are we not going to test you? And I'm like, can we just get ourselves together in this? However, I know it's new, and I don't need to be impatient that way. Um, but, But how new is it? I mean, this was we, back when he was in seventh and eighth grade and or sixth uh, and seventh grade. And now he's in college. I think the part so that not was new, new right. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's not new anymore. Right. But the part that was new was, okay, Alabama's actually going to let kids do this. Right. And, right. and so, yeah. And so then I'm like, okay, could we go to other states and see what they do? Let's right. like not reinvent the wheel here. But the good news is he enjoyed our school so much that he was like, could I just go to school there? The next year. So that went really well. Same thing as you, though, not mad at anybody, Mm -hmm. just wanted to try it. The thing that bothered my kids, which is funny, I don't know if either of yours ever mentioned or any of yours ever mentioned this, was they felt like they wasted a lot of time. Right. At at the school. At school. And you can't help it because there are so many people. Mm -hmm. But that was one of the reasons that they gave is I'd like to get more done in a day. And you can't help it that you have lunch. You can't help it that you have in between class. You can't help any of that when you're in a large school system or private school. You can't. Right. But they enjoyed getting more done. And I would say for Will, at the end of his junior year, came home and crammed school into five months. And we used Ignite Academy. Mm -hmm. Very pleased. Now, I did that on purpose because I wanted a biblical worldview for his government and economics class. Right. And I got that. And I knew that because the girls had also taken their classes with them. And I thought they were fantastic. It's a lot of work. It was very hard to do. Um, but cannot recommend either of those places highly enough. So did you have to grade no. their stuff? It was It's all online, right? All online, all teacher-led. Could reach out to the teachers. Teacher right. reached out to us. We stayed in touch with the school. They reached out so every two weeks. So there was a weeks. teacher teaching the class? Teacher teaching the class. Because okay, ours, ours was videos. Uh, now, teachers taught, or you can do videos depending mm-hmm. on, did you want to take a live class or did you want to do pre-recorded? Right. So we've done kind of all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, for Will, it was mainly videos, and then some of them he was he was in class. And then with dialogue, when it was paper time, and they had right. to do term papers or they had to do history papers or projects, right. they were back and forth with their teachers constantly. So it was a really right. neat model. And I would say that for Will and the girls, it prepared them very well, even at college now for him, it's like, it's going well and he's enjoying it far more than he thought he would. Mm -hmm. So how about y'all? Well, we, we're kind of interesting because ours 
my motivation for homeschooling our one child was because of the school system mm-hmm. and just being disappointed in a few things. But it's weird because my oldest is almost 20. And then we have 17, 15, 13. And even from when I can't quite put my finger on it, but from when my 19-year-old kind of was going through middle school, high school, things are so different from even like my 15, 14-year-old. And I can't quite decide what happened. But, um, you know, and each of them has had such a different experience. Like Jennings, my junior, she just went through probably the best year she's ever had. She loved all of her teachers. Mm. She loves school. Mm -hmm. Part of that's probably because she was out. I mean, her freshman year, COVID hit and everything blew up. And I think you kind of take for granted, but like she had the best year ever. Okay. Contrast that with my other kids and it was probably the worst year ever. So I think like within any school system, any school, you have really good teachers. You have really bad teachers. You have Mm -hmm. great counselors. You have bad counselors, you know? And so this isn't a blanket statement, I don't think, but we did start. Kids are different. Mm -hmm. Schools are different. Um, The class they're in, the other kids may be different too. Parents are different. I mean, like just, I can't, and, and you see it in society everywhere. And so you take what's happening on a national level, you take what's happening in politics, mm-hmm. you take what's happening in culture, and it does, it just filters down. And it ends up in your middle schools and your elementary schools. Um, you know, there was lots of, it just turned into a negative environment mm-hmm. for um, really my 15-year-old to where he was struggling academically just personally with himself and he was not thriving at all. So we pulled him out for a year to just kind of regroup like, Hey, let's let's, and he's adopted as well. And so there's always kind of those attachment issues and just, that's a whole other podcast. Um, but like we pulled him out and had the best year homeschooling. And if you had told me I was going to homeschool, I probably would have punched you in the face because as the last thing, Mm -hmm. I mean, I really wouldn't have, but like, uh, maybe you're like, no, I probably would saying what you're saying. And you say, I'm not a homeschool person. I am like right. the most irresponsible. I, you know, like don't put me in charge. I went through school. I love through school. I love school, but like, I don't want, uh, I know I, I did that. It's your turn to do that. Right. And, um, and homeschool, you know, you have that stereotype of what, like they make their own bread and they, <laughs> Drive the minivan. They're always wearing a dress. They're always wearing a dress. <laughs> they have goats. <laughs> yeah. They're, 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 it does come across they a farm. little Amish. Yes. No they're makeup. Not, I'm not even against the Amish because they're going to survive when we all they don't are have survive. food. Yeah. They're the smart ones. Who knew? Mm. They're really. But, you know, and then you walk in. And so we did a different. We did a co-op. So yes. Jeb would go to school um, like two days a week and from, you know, eight to three. And he would have in-person classes. And had great teachers. And then the other days of the week. So it was a co-op like a co-op is awesome. It's almost like a private school. It's like a private yeah. school. Yeah. It's a private okay. school. And and then um and then you you go and they send you home with your assignments and you work on those in your off right. days. And it was such a good year. Like he did great. I actually really enjoyed it. It was really good for our relationship. Right. Because y'all got to hang um, out more. We got to hang out more, which was I was a little nervous about because I'm like come on like i'd gotten used to having my own time and doing oh, my own right, thing right, right, yeah right um but it was a blast and so i'm thankful for that and then the other thing is that i remember walking into like the co-op meeting 
and like being nervous about it. I was like, oh, wait, they kind of look like me. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're it's not, they're it's not really crazy. Right. very right. true. Yeah, it's uh, us, you right. know. And so the stereotypes where that might have been 20, 30 years ago in the 80s, maybe more true. It's not anymore. And we had a great experience and I would totally do it again. Um, but there's so many options. And I think that's it. Like, it's not what it used to be. It's mm -hmm. not where you have to go sit in your living room for eight hours a day with mm -hmm. the school mom up front teaching yeah. 28 different grades right. and in in the in the parents not having to grade all the work and right. follow the, the curriculum because of technology you can you do all these things and one of the things that helped with my youngest who's the social one two other boys his age that he played baseball and basketball and stuff with were doing the same thing mm -hmm. and at one time there was a group of us talking about hey what if what if we had like 15 or 20 people doing this online version but they could at least two or three days a week, they could all go meet at the local yes. church yeah. and they would still be working on their work at their pace and whatever they're on, but they could have lunch together. And, and we called it Fortnite Academy because they, they, <laughs> they finished up, you know, <laughs> because good. the boys would finish in the morning that. and then they would that. play video games against each yeah. other or go outside or go to mm -hmm. practice or whatever. And they were finishing early. And the interesting thing about the online versions is these companies that are producing this curriculum, mm -hmm. they really want people to use it. Mm. So the teachers that teach are usually really, really good. Yeah. good. And and the way you can use the technology to kind of, they'll show examples or maybe they're showing how the math works. I mean, it's like, it is just way better at times than just someone standing up lecturing who might be boring or might not explain right. things well. Those those systems are made for people to like them because if people don't like them, they don't use them and then they don't make any money. Yeah. So there's that, you know, there's that profit motive in there. So most of the things that we used were were really, really good. Mm -hmm. And um, so I, I would advise people to look look into it. Yeah. And your local school system may actually offer that option. So mm -hmm. we because we went to Athens because we didn't think our local school system, which is Jefferson County, had anything like that. We end up up there for a year, and then finally somebody says, "You know, I th I think we I yeah. think we have something like that." Yeah. And you talk to the people in that department, they're like, "We have been trying to get people to announce this because there is really a pushback in the public schools there is. against flexibility. Because imagine if everybody realized, yeah. hey, that teacher on the iPad is really good. I'm going to take her class, not Miss Scott's class. You mean competition? Yes." What? They just they're against it. Free market? Right. Choices? Choices? It, so so now know. we're back to the legislature. Are they going to give us yeah. choices, more choices? They're going to keep making it hard. But that's a that's another issue for another show. But we're just talking about So what do you think if you because there's there is this mass exodus, it seems like, from public schools right now. We were a little ahead of the curve, maybe mm -hmm. not pioneers. Mm -hmm. But if and I'm trying to think back to when we started, like if people are listening, where do they start? So I would, first of all, start, because I feel like when we started homeschooling, part of the backlash was Common Core was just getting cranked up. Mm. And so I would have to say I'm backing up to say that probably was in the back of our mind because I was the mom that I was scared to homeschool because I did buy into the stereotypes. Um, I also would drive away from school crying and couldn't figure out why. It was because I'm sounds like such a dork to tell you this, <laughs> just, just that right. I miss being with my kids. And so, yeah. but they had to want to come home. Okay. Um, and so I would say, start with what we have in state. 
Um, in the show notes, I have posted a Kathy Duffy review. She's kind of like the, I wouldn't say the godfather of all of it, but she started reviewing educational curriculum years ago. Okay. So I can't share all of it, but she allows you to share the link and people can go click on that to look at all of the resources. Um, there are also a list that you can just type in online homeschool, mm-hmm. literally, and pull that up. And there are some amazing options out there. Uh, for those of you that are interested in sports, look for the ones that are NCAA approved. There's far more than you think right. that well, they are. That'll let you play in college. But and that'll won't. let you play in college if that is your bent, because I get people asking me about that. If that's right. your bent, right? we do have those great options here in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that people need to know, first of all, if you have an inkling or an urge, look into it. Yeah, right. I and, would and, go with that. Right, and, and I would advise people who don't know anything about it, check with your local school system where your children go now, and I finally remembered the word, and ask about virtual school. That's what, oh, that's and I what they call that it. that in was, the link for everybody. It was virtual mm-hmm. school. And, and, it, and it's not, you know, what, what all of us went through with COVID. It's not the teacher back at the school trying to figure out how to make the Zoom meeting work, yeah. and there's 10 <laughs> other people, and we can't get it to work today, and all that kind of stuff. And that's, that's not what we're talking about. But that would be a good way to have them provide the curriculum, like I said. They can, the parents can work with it, and then if they want to take the step to the full homeschool completely, or they might want to continue to do the virtual school that's provided by the, the local system. Because some systems have it because of special needs children. Mm-hmm. And, but your child may still be able to sign up for it, and then you have a seamless interaction with the school because I think I think it was Max's second year he played sports at the school, but we were doing all his educational stuff at home. Yeah, which so was you, which was really really good, and he didn't have to take those extra classes because he was really enrolled in the school. Yeah, see that's awesome. Mm-hmm. It was really good. It's a great option. The public school option is free as well, right? Yes, one place okay. we had to pay for uh, in Jefferson County. I think we had to buy our own laptops, but we had computers at home. And, but in Athens, I think we paid $50 and they gave us a Apple, Apple computer for a year Wow, for 50 bucks. So, and that's the difference. Like if you do a co-op where they actually go in person, there is a charge per class. There's a charge and you have to pay for the curriculum. Yeah. To pay for the curriculum. But the virtual you do not because the school system is paying for it. But I think co-ops are an awesome option. I think that if people are interested in that, that mm-hmm. co-ops generally fill up in January and February. That's when they're like assigning their classes. I know the ones that are near us are mm-hmm. pretty packed. Yeah. Um, there are other options. I think it's growing by leaps and bounds, mm-hmm. even in our area. Um, but co-ops are a great option too. I think like for my child, it was good because he's super social yeah, right. and too. it gave him an outlet and he made some amazing friends. So is the teacher teaching at a co-op? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so there's somebody that you are paying to teach the class, right. and everyone in there is on the same page yes. that day. Yes. Yep. Okay, because like Fortnite Academy was going to be different. You could have different grades. You kind could of have more whatever. Like a pot, and if you had like. a question, yeah. you just go ask. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Miss Allison, yeah. and she helps. Yeah. Or she says, "I don't know." You I don't know. We'll look it up yeah. on the internet. Right? Call your dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I think there's so many different ways to do this that would work for a family. And it's really, it's overwhelming. I remember being so overwhelmed in the beginning. And one thing that really got me, I didn't understand stand the umbrella school. I was about to say that. Yep. And that's something that, okay, so 
So what's an umbrella school? Okay, you don't even. I don't even know. I don't even know. Okay, even go. So you have a cover school. There's oh, three things in Alabama. Cover? Well, it's umbrella or cover. It doesn't okay. either way. So you, when you say, hey, I'm done with the public school or whatever private school, you go find your cover school. For us, it was a school in Alabaster, and I love them. It was great school. Okay. And so they handle then... Once you give the transcript and everything to them, then they reach out to the county, register the child as attending your school, and so they cover you um, legally so that you are enrolled in that school, even though you'll do virtual or you'll do co-op, and you turn all your grades into them. They produce a beautiful transcript. It's a central office. There you go. You just needed to say that. Or you have to hire a tutor. That's the second option in Alabama that comes in, and they... Basically, come in every day and they tutor your child. Do they have to be accredited? They, I don't. That's a great question. Or I don't know. Whatever or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. certified. Yeah. Certified, right? Mm-hmm. And then I think the third one then is that you can do the online. I don't know in Alabama anymore that it is absolutely like in you know in steel that you have to set in stone that you have to have a an umbrella school. Well, I've like heard things have changed. Okay, right. so Connections Academy is the public school, accredited public school for Alabama. Okay. Um, but I don't think you have to have, I think the cover school is embedded in Connections mm-hmm. Academy. Yes. Okay. Then so what if, if you're just a mom or a dad who wants to teach your child yourself? Then I think you have to have a cover school. Yes. Okay. That, a really? central office. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Because then at the end, when they graduate from high school, like for the girls and for Will, then they have their grades. They do all the college stuff. You just send in, like you would do at any school, your transcript fee is recognized. And they, it's very nice. It's nice to have that buffer. Um, But I know plenty of families that do it themselves and always have for Right. For years, so if you do fine on the college admissions test and that kind of stuff, it's hard for the college. Which accreditation is one of those things. It's kind of a weird i'm not really sure it sounds like a scam yeah it's like a pay to play you know what yeah. i'm saying yep oh you didn't come from a library that had three i mean a school that had three librarians therefore you are not ready for college yeah. i'm like really yeah so, that's weird i mean i get what really does that is. mean i, get, I know there's got to be you some made a 35 sort of on the act but you didn't have three librarians therefore you're not college material <laughs> i just it's those kinds of things those accreditations that are weird they're like self self-funding self-fulfilling bureaucracy yeah. kind of things what happened, you mentioned this, but I want to touch on this because I think this is a theme that I didn't realize was going to impact our family so much, and that is how it changed our relationships. Did you notice mm. a change? Did you notice a change not only between you and your kids or your kids and each other or the oh, fact that they point. started that to own question. their education more? It's kind of relationship-wise. Did you see changes? I think it probably made my my youngest son and my daughter Merritt and Mac closer because they were at home and and when we had to travel, you know, they were both doing their work in the van and you know we had the mobile, they end up helping we each other. We had the other. mobile Wi Fi and yeah. all that kind of stuff, so they, they were you hanging had a out. Van? We still have a van by the river. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. The we got van. the Honda van. Yes, it's Down the greatest. The Y'all are like SUV people though. Yeah, I had a yeah. van. You did have a van at one I time? I had a van. I swear you I You had a van would. too? Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Those are the Vans dark are the years. greatest. <laughs> it's raining, mash the button, the door's open. It's, it's easy true. again. You it's just good, cram them in there. Okay. 
And we then digress. all the people are like, oh, I've got sure. an SUV and I can get the door open. They're, no, trying, definitely they're trying to get the seat matched and they're leaning in. It's raining. I'm like, ah, ha, ha. Yeah, I'm but that's when they were toddlers. Yours are like. They're always hard to get in the car. I don't oh, care how old they are. That's true. <laughs> I just couldn't <laughs> handle it anymore. And you just couldn't my take van it. The flooded. peer pressure. Y'all both gave flooded? to the, Oh, okay. So yours got It flooded. Allison gave into the peer pressure because vans weren't cool. I just my best friend reminded me. Well, she reminded me that we made a pact. That we would never have a van. Yeah. So when she really? saw me in my van, she was like, "You promised. Yeah. You've broken your promise." Did yeah. you honk at her while she's, you know, at the gas station while you're still driving? You know what? I didn't. But my <laughs> car <gas> flooded, <laughs> so she like revolted, and she was like, "I told you. Glad you're back in with How the rest a, of us." Uh, okay, wait. We'll get to what? that later. Okay. But yeah. Anyway, so it's a Florida thing. So the so relationships. I, I was kind of different because I just had one child home. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and. For the two of us, it was great. I mean, we like we had fun. We'd like go to lunch and I mean, go on field trips with me were fun. You know, of course they were. Um, But I, I guess I don't have a great perspective in terms of with his siblings. Maybe it it was better because he was healthier and mentally in a better place and emotionally and just kind of stepping out of. The madness that was in yard closer public middle school, yeah. yeah. So it was good. It was a very good experience. Mm-hmm. It was a lot, but I wouldn't go back and not do it. Yeah, right. Well, jumping some of middle school is not a bad idea. Middle <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, that, rough. I mean, that's not middle the topic for today, it but was, it, is, it is hard. It was very hard. It was rough back in the day. Much less now. Oh my word. Yeah, if you talk to a lot of kids, the the, the the things they remember or the things that were kind of formative or, or got bullied or whatever, much more in middle school does a yeah. lot of that stuff happen. Uh, People yeah. lose their friends. These kids are now cheerleaders or these kids are this. I and did these forget that, that I pulled one out because of bullying. I just, that was a dark memory that you just triggered. Really? You forgot. You suppressed that one. Yeah. Um, but I think relationship wise, you're right. You get closer. The kids get closer Ours began to own their education. They, uh, We just all kind of came together. And yeah, we were traveling very mm-hmm. similar to your story. But I think that's the piece that people don't expect, that you may be close already as it is, but our kids needed to be under one roof all the time, frantically turning in their work. It was before you could just you know take a picture and mm. email it to your teacher, which we figured right. out. Right. But just they were in it together. They chose to be there and for those two years where everybody was at home and then Wesley stayed home all four years, Emmy for three, it was, it was incredible. Field trips mm-hmm. were fun. Um, I learned that you're learning everywhere you are, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, because I think that was something that I needed my mind to be blown. You know, we, we think, well, if we sit down at a desk, that's learning. No, mm-hmm. God has created his world in such a way that the heavens declare the glory of God. So when you look, you see that his whole world is a learning laboratory. And so some things that we thought needed to be shaken loose. And they're still to this day really close. And I I credit that to the time that we spent at home with, people always ask, we're going to say it again, with Mm co-ops, with teachers. Yeah, Um, I can teach Bible and I may be able to teach English, but that's it. Right. You know, and I didn't want to do that. I knew I needed to administrate and let people who were good at it because for our co-op, we had retired classroom teachers. Maybe they taught for five or 10 years and then came home with their family. We had amazing teachers. Like one of the best teachers my kids have ever had was at co-op. Actually, mm-hmm. a couple of them. Uh, unbelievable. 
So there are options for people if you're right. thinking you're going to feel overwhelmed and you're going to think, what have I done? But I think from our experience, we can tell you it's going to be worth it. Is oh, that- yeah, absolutely. So, so the last question before we wrap up is what can change in the state of Alabama? What does the legislature need to do to make it easier for people? You were talking earlier about them, you know, the, the, the guidelines they have, what could have been called, you know, we used to call it the Tim Tebow bill because it was modeled yes, after yeah. Florida. And then they just could not allow that. It could not have that kind of flexibility. And um, so what do y'all suggest? Mm. I think that right there brings a deeper question mm-hmm. is what are you afraid of when these kids are coming in? Don't we have common core? And if you look at all the textbooks, it's very hard even online to find things that don't have some semblance of that in right. there. So what are you really getting at if you don't want kids to be educated at home or in co-ops or online that you would make it so hard for them to try to come back to the school system? Right. Like, right. And it's not just sports. I mean, it's, it right. literally won't let you be in the band. No. If you, What is right. the pro- – I don't understand. That's right. a question that I will continue to have. I, right. that I'm right. saying I don't understand. That doesn't make any sense to me. Are you afraid of something? Are you like, are you, are we afraid to compare what the curriculum looks like? Because it's very similar. It has been because everybody who's going to college has Mm -hmm. to take the ACT or the SAT Mm -hmm. or their specific college admission test. So Mm -hmm. we know everybody is already teaching Mm -hmm. to pass a certain test Mm -hmm. at the end. So this whole idea that we have to be like invent 72 hoops to jump through to get to your class or to go back to your school doesn't make any sense. Right. My, my, you know, my suggestion is if you live in the district, you can still play there. And then probably the best thing would be, okay, if a student is being homeschooled and he or she is going to play sports at the district, give the district the whole amount of the state money. Let them, let them count them as a student. Mm-hmm. And that might get, get the system over the hump. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, makes sense. Something like yeah. that. So. Hopefully we can, uh, hopefully the legislature will think about freedom. I mean, give, give parents yeah. some freedom and let them do what's best for their, their own children. We've, we've tried this way for a few years, so let's clear it up now. Yeah. It's not going to cause a big problem. I just think it's a whole paradigm shift that you have to go through, which is basically because, I mean, public school wasn't always public school. Right. It was community. It was families coming together. Right. So this is a relatively new concept. And what we're seeing is that the government basically thinks they own your kids. Right. They they own the money that goes with your kids. They own the education of your kids. They own the, gosh, the raising of your yeah. kids at this point. I mean, Biden said that in his social emotional learning day, you know, Mm -hmm. we have a responsibility to come alongside and raise these kids with these families. And so, and it's scary how in just a generation or two, we just are like, okay, well, yeah, I mean, public school, that's just the way it is. You know, the government provides the, the cheese bus. What Mm -hmm. do they call it? The the cheese, the cheese wagon, the cheese (laughs) wagon that comes and picks us up every day. That's what the government does. No, it's really not, you know? And, and so I think it's a deep issue that would take a lot of legislators to kind of shift their thinking to freedom to we don't own any of this. Right. I don't know. That's right. It's yeah, because it's gone from a, we're providing a service right. to 
you must do it our way. Yeah. Right. You must, and if there's one thing we have, it's the band or the the after school debate yeah. club. There's this one thing we have. We're gonna hold you hostage. You will do what we say to yeah. earn your way to go to our system. Yeah. yeah. That's just really it irritates me, yeah. but I don't understand why it doesn't irritate more people. Even if I I had no idea or didn't no desire to homeschool or virtual school, didn't want to do any of those things. I think it would still make me angry that we're making people who want to do that, who want to do what's best for their children. Right. Why is that odd? Why I don't know. Well, it just I mean odd. it's just it's <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a good reason. That's a good good point. Good point. Well, I think we've Wrapped it up for the most part. Any last words? Do you want to close us out today? Because y'all do. Y'all did a great job last week, by the way. I did watched you? For, did I did you not watch the whole out? thing. I did. I was sad. I wanted to be we back here. We were sad here. that you weren't here. I appreciate y'all saying that. You're lying. We're not I'm lying. lying. Well, we're not lying. No, we're kind of lying because when we <laughs> y'all had a great left, girl we were time. like, we did it. Like did. it was. Right. It was. Y'all were very was proper. I us. thought you did well. Thank you. I only watched the very, very beginning just to see. Don't watch it anymore. It'll Don't watch blow anymore. your opinion of the whole thing. Okay, so Not y'all were true. very good at the start. Yeah, no, I really did. only did. We had fun sure. though. Yeah, no, and I, I was, it was a good moment where, but we did. I, I will say, I did feel like as much as well as we did that it was off that you weren't just a little, here. Well, thank yeah. you so yeah. much. I yeah. appreciate it. Was, what if y'all do the closing then? Because I never remember. I just, I do want to say, like, I, like I said. If you're contemplating homeschooling, just explore it. Don't. It seems so intimidating, um, but don't be intimidated. Reach out to a friend. I I can't. I had so many text threads going. Like, yeah. Go and everybody down that involved road. is really helpful. They're yes. very helpful because they all have been in that place before, um, and they've all been clueless. And it might end up not being the right choice, but mm-hmm. I think as we kind of go down this road of like, don't be surprised when you turn your children over to the government, to the Romans, and they come back pagans kind of thing. And that's what I'm seeing. Like, we, I think as Christians, as believers, we're all kind of having to shift and kind of look to do things a little differently. Some of us, I think, will be called to stay in the public schools. But pay attention to your child. Don't be scared to kind of take back that control and look at the options. Because I would have hated if I had missed out on that just because yeah. I— would have thought I was inadequate or I couldn't do it. Um, I'm really glad we did. So that's it. Very good. Well, are you looking at me like, because you know I have something to say? I know you've got one more thing to say. <laughs> no? You know, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said something very important, and oh. that is this. if you Whether you choose to stay or you choose to go, taking back your child's education is going to involve more than when we were coming along. Mm. And that is knowing your teachers, knowing your principals and actually asking for and receiving your child's textbooks or looking through them online, reading through the English that they're reading, the history that they may read, whatever it is, it is a hands-on, all hands-on deck home or in traditional school. And that goes for private mm-hmm. school because I can sure. assure you it is not the same. It is not. Yes, but if right. we determine that we're going to be very intentional about it and take back that control that God gave us, it is a delight. Mm-hmm. It is harder, but it is a delight. No, well said, well said. Thanks for watching Alabama Unfiltered. It's been all about homeschool this week. We appreciate you uh, telling other people about the show. Go to all the places that you usually 
watch your podcast or listen to your podcast, whether it's Apple or Spotify or wherever. Check us out there. Give us a thumbs up. Don't forget to sign up for the daily newsletter over at 1819news.com. We are powered by them, and you will not regret signing up for that. Thank you, ladies. Thanks. See y'all.